right. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Welcome. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm pretty good, man. I'm um, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling a little bit less kind of like hot and bothered than I was yesterday because the clouds have come over now. Is it the same where you are? Yeah. It's pretty overcast at the moment, and I think we're expecting some rain tonight. But I've literally uh, spent about an hour on the beach today. Oh, yeah. Stupid me being ginger. No sun cream, and I'm feeling pink at the moment. But <laughs> it's difficult to spend two months in Thailand and not get uh, sunburnt at all, and then come back here and spend an hour on the beach and you get sunburnt. So. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm, I'm sure you weren't the only one kind of doing that because I've seen a lot of a lot of rather red-looking people walking around after the after the sunny days. Oh, blimey, yeah. I mean, just walking around Portsmouth, you can spot them everywhere, can't you? <laughs> I know it's crazy. I've, I've walked past some people and, and just had to like almost double take because it's like there's yeah. a, like a red light emitting from their their back or their stomach. It's just it's insane. <laughs> they look maroon, don't they? Some of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. There must be some serious pain going on after that. But I don't know how people cope with it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so how's how's your week of running been? It's been alright actually. Um, I think we did uh, we did a session on Tuesday, didn't we? I had a good recovery run on on Monday after our marathon for your birthday at the weekend. Yes, and, the marathon, uh, of course. Yeah, which which was fun. I think everyone was pretty good on that, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, it was a good it was a good run. Had a good time. Um, so yeah, I've did some tempo stuff tuesday and with you actually and then which made me collapse at the end of it um yeah, and well you and me both <laughs> but you know having having moved house i've spent some of the runs this week having a little bit of explore so mm. I've got way just a couple of miles away from the house which is quite good and butts hill top of butts hill is brilliant about three miles away so there's lots and lots of unexplored trails around here that i'm really really looking forward to trying out so nice nice have you been have you been eyeballing any of the strava segment crowns or, or leaderboards <laughs> you, you know that's, <laughs> um but yeah i i might have a little bit of a look and see what's about but that's not really my style <laughs> I, know, I, I know i know but yeah we'll, we'll be on at you to try and to try and get some of those i'm sure any I'm of sure the down for. No, no no you go I said any of the downhill Strava segments I'll go for, I think. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a much better idea, actually. Although, you're, you know, you're running really well at the moment. Like the um, that session you mentioned on Tuesday was, you know, that was really hard. It was really hot that night. And um, yeah, yeah, I think so, your your pace has come along massively. Yeah, I mean, I, what did we do? We did six times five minutes with a couple of minutes. In between, yeah. Didn't we? And yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm the master of self-sabotage, so I can go really, really well and then over a couple of weeks completely destroy all the good work. But it, it felt pretty good. I don't know how you felt. It it, it was pretty hot, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, I don't do well in the heat for some reason. I you know I enjoy the heat in every other aspect of my life. But um, this is really funny. I wish toilet seats were as warm as they are now all year round. <laughs> it's just... It's just so comfortable. <laughs> anyway, is that, is that because um, you enjoy sitting on them after someone else has warmed them up, or do you think that's just because of the weather? Oh no, I can't do that. It's just, it's just the weather. It's just it's just you know, you know, if you've got if you've got that kind of material that absorbs the heat and on your toilet seat, it's just it's just comfortable. In the winter, it's horrible. You know, you go you got to sit down. It's like oh, it's too cold. But it's, yeah, 
funny. I, I remember when I used to go to the, to college, I used to jump on the bus, and it always used to freak me out if I got on one of the seats and someone had been sat on it for like half an hour before because you had this kind of like warm, festive seat that they warmed up to you. Yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> How did we get onto toilet seats? Um, that was my fault. Sorry. <laughs> everything's related, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Everything's everything's linked up. No, the um, the, yeah, the session, the, the heat gets to me. So I so I did I did struggle a little bit with it, and I just find breathing really hard. It's like breathing with a with having a hairdryer directed in your face you know it's just not yeah. pleasant you yeah never, I, you I never feel to freshen your lungs or, or something yeah it does feel like the air is not there at times i think that um ginger dave mark ii the faster more streamlined ginger dave of the two of us yeah said the other day that something like for every degree that the heat goes up you get an extra kind of 10 bpm on your heart rate to try and cool you down a little bit mm, that's true yeah, yeah that's definitely true um yeah there's a lot of science around that kind of um physical response to the heat which is why it knackers you out so quickly so yeah i think so i I definitely feel that you know i think everyone's been feeling a bit like lethargic generally around the house i heard a lot of people on work calls uh, during the week just you know saying you know i can't i can't get up i don't want to go to the fridge i don't want to do anything i just want to kind of like lay on the sofa in the in the cold yeah doesn't it i mean um yeah I, like yesterday when, when i was out running um I, I clearly didn't have enough water and you know when it's really hot and you start to get that kind of um thick saliva and a throbbing head yeah i know <laughs> and it's just makes everything so hard i don't know are we allowed to say throbbing head on this <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you can say you can say as many times as you want Throbbing <laughs> <laughs> head podcast <laughs> great phrase great phrase um, but yeah, it was it was difficult. So, but yeah, you know, I think we're due a little bit of rain, aren't we? So I'm going out tomorrow for a pretty long run um, around South Downs, and hopefully it will be a little bit cooler, and my pack won't rub my sunburn so much. So, oh yeah, yeah, be careful with that. Yeah, might might need to kind of apply the Vaseline everywhere. You just, yeah, <laughs> just yeah try, really. and, try and make it slide around. Yeah, but listen, you you, um, you mentioned earlier as well that um, obviously I know you've you've moved house, so you're you're no longer down on the seafront with us all the time so you you're now in the in the lovely Hampshire countryside so how's it all going and how you've been settling over the week? Uh, It's been all right life's a bit up in the air at the moment um but uh we're getting there there's still boxes everywhere it's you know know what it's really nice being in the countryside um close to the trails I obviously miss the seafront and all of my friends down there but we're only a 10 minute minute drive away really yeah Um, and actually, when we went down to have a beer at the beach cafe earlier today, I sort of realised that having been up sort of up north, I call it, because anything north of Fratton Bridge is <laughs> yeah. In in my in my my terms, anyway, um, I've already used the local area more than I've I've used the seafront, like the actual beach and the seafront in in 20 years down in Portsmouth. I really never used to go there. Okay. And, not until like today i was like oh, this is actually really awesome and i've never used it so you know it just goes to show doesn't you know i can go down and appreciate that but having all of this up here is much more my kind of my bag so i'm looking forward to settling in and seeing what's in the local area really so. oh fantastic yeah the thing is now you now you've moved over there you want to do all the running there you won't actually get out there you'll probably end up driving back into portsmouth to do all your running yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay it's so funny that it's like um 
you, you hit on like a really interesting point there because when it's like it's almost like wherever you live the things that are kind of like close to you then get neglected a little bit and you're always kind of looking further further ashore to, to go to go to places to um to, to to you know to run or or socialize or whatever and then you kind of move out and you end up coming back to the places and kind of maybe yep. appreciating some of the some of the bits and pieces that you never really used as much as you'd want to so it's 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 an interesting interesting idea Absolutely. I was, I was talking to a friend the other day, actually, who said that when she lived in London, mm-hmm. he, he never, she never did anything. And she's, she's done so much more in London, having not lived in it, than when she was there. And she said, oh, you know, just like go down the pub. And she never used to use any of the free museums or the art galleries or do any of the free stuff while she was there. Yeah. But now she lives outside of it. She's all up for going out to London. It's quite strange, really. But, yeah. yeah. Ask just, any Portsmouth resident how many times they go to the dockyard, and they'll probably give you a funny look and ask you what it is, really. Yeah, probably it's true as well. There's all this good stuff right here. This, yeah, very, yeah. very strange. Yeah, so um, I, yeah, I guess like it's it's actually interesting and relates a little bit to the to the guest I was interviewing um this week, Tony Conway from Portsmouth Joggers. Um, oh, yeah. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know Tony? I do. I've met him a few times. Okay, because yeah. have you ever run with the club? Did you did you sign up with Portsmouth Joggers for a little while? I did, yeah. I'm, I've been a member for years now. I don't, I don't run up there very of, often, but it's nice to kind of be part of the club because it was my first club. And then every now and again, I'll go when I've got a bit of time, when work allows, um, go and run with Martin Bacon and Mitch and and all that. For uh, okay. Um, oh, brilliant. Okay, so you know him, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so I, I interviewed him this week, and and you know, I was saying that he's he's very much an advocate of going out and and running, but also focusing a lot on opening your eyes and kind of seeing what's around you a bit more and yeah. finding finding all these these landmarks and there was some interesting stuff that came out in the podcast like that apparently he set a challenge to people to go and find as many waterfalls as they can around the like around Portsmouth Island and really? I can think yeah I can think of one okay well when we say waterfall let's put it into context it's not it's yeah. not Victoria Falls type stuff but it's no. um more right. of a trickle of water <laughs> Yeah. He said, uh, "Yeah, no." On the podcast, we talk about the fact that there are fourteen or fifteen of them. I think he said so. Really? Uh, yeah, I, sort of I like can't think of them. Of, um, there were trickles of water, even I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess so. Like water that's that's going, I guess, from a height to a different height. He said, I think he said, but uh, I can only no. think of the one going over to Hailing Island, and that's it. Really? There's one going on the way to Hailing Island, is there? <laughs> Go on, David. <laughs> Definitely. Do you know? Do you not remember on the Portsmouth Marathon as you're kind of coming off the the road north right. of the of, of both both parts of the island? You come back. You come through those grassy, yeah, grassy surroundings. There's a little waterfall there, um, but I can't think of any others. So I'll have to I'll have to go out on a on a hunt at some point. Or is it part of the sewage works or something like that? Is it? It probably is. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> a radio radioactive uh, waterfall or something. But yeah, yeah. Oh, point. I'll have to. Um keep my eyes open in future for stuff like that yeah it's just interesting you know the, the things that you miss when you're kind of just heads down or worrying uh, about your, your garmin or your koros yeah, yeah. most mm. ask that if if it's feeling hard and things are feeling difficult then you can do two things one is to slow down and the other one is to just pick your head up and you know look around you and look at the beauty around you mm. And, and yeah. when you do that, the, the idea of doing that's great. When you actually do it, you're like, oh no, why doesn't it work? I, I can't make myself feel better. <laughs> <laughs> when you touch a boost bar or something. Yeah. 
<laughs> and listen, listen, Dave. Before before I end off here, and we we head off into the interview. I realised I was so rude last week. I didn't I didn't even let you introduce yourself or anything. We just kind of went straight into it. And there's me assuming that uh, that everyone knows you. But I'll you know, I, 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 you you said you said I don't need an I don't need a, an introduction. But you're Dave Harvey, and you're a runner. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. All I do is to left foot, right foot. I'm a person that runs a fair amount. I'm also well into music and well into loads of different stuff. But yeah, I love to run. Uh, make long distance stuff at the moment, but I'm kind of getting a taste for trying to go a bit quicker. So serious, serious passion, mate. Serious passion. But listen, I, I just want to say again, thanks for for coming on and uh, joining me for these for these little introductions and stuff. And uh, I think we'll we'll leave it at that and look forward to catching up with you soon. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Speak to you. Yeah. Gonna come and come and catch you in the in the new place, and uh, you'll give me a, a tour, tour de la Clanfield. Yeah, yeah, we'll do the ultra tour de Clanfield, won't we? And um, find find some local trails, and then have a beer. Awesome, sounds good, Dave. Listen, you take care, look after yourself, and have a great weekend. Yeah, cheers, man. Cheers, bye. Bye. Hey, uh, welcome, finally, welcome to the um, Portsmouth Running Podcast. I'm I'm really really pleased that you could join me, and it's. Uh, I think this this was always for me going to be like quite a big interview because you've obviously done so much running and and those that know you uh, will will definitely confirm that um, you're you're a big character in the city when it comes to running and and obviously loads of people know you but yeah just welcome to the show and I'm so pleased that you could finally finally join me. Well, nice to be here, Dan. I should have been here on on happier circumstances. Uh, I should have been celebrating my hundred. I know. But, I know. Uh, but I'm stuck on ninety nine, and who knows how long I'll. Be stuck on ninety nine for. I know it's it's insane. And 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 Tony, you've been stuck on ninety nine for not only this the beginning of this year, or was it was Portsmouth uh, Marathon last year the the ninety nine? Portsmouth was ninety eight, and then I managed to squeeze in the Batty Bimble, and it was gotcha. pretty much as we finished the Batty, it was that was it lockdown. It was uh, still. Um, yeah, it's been a not, been quite I'm a bizarre year. Sorry. It's been quite a, a bizarre year for everybody. I think all the all the guests have kind of confirmed it's been very strange with regards to races. But to be stuck on that magic ninety nine number must be very frustrating. It it is frustrating, but I've accepted it, and and actually, mm. I've, I've relaxed into not doing marathons. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So like maybe enjoying the the slowdown and pace, and not having the the stress and the worry. Just just letting it come when it comes. I've, I've just been out of doing short runs and enjoying it again. I, th- I think I put myself under a lot of pressure. The Magic mm-hmm. 100 was always there and I was always chasing it. And I can't do anything about it. So I've accepted it and I've relaxed over it. I've relaxed a lot, actually, to be honest. Yeah, that's a great attitude to have, Tony. And um, yeah, I know, I know certainly, like I've said before, I'm really enjoying the slowdown. Uh, of, of pace with everything in life really at the moment and you know running is kind of one of those things and to have the I guess yeah I mean running a marathon is a, a really really long way and to have that as your focus for for so long you know where you've been kind of working your way through the 90s 91 92 and kind of building up it becomes a bit of a, a bit of a pressure really so um, I guess when it happens finally it's going to be a, a, a huge moment crossing the line well absolutely I mean everything was ready for it. I've still got some cake in the cupboard <laughs> Everything was ready for it. Luckily, it's fruit cake, so it keeps a while. I was just going to ask, how stale is that cake going to be when you when you finish? It doesn't keep that long, Dan, because I keep nibbling into it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, you've got to keep, keep got to keep yourself fed and stuff. So, so listen, how, how have you been keeping generally with with everything going on with uh, with the lockdown and stuff? Have you been okay? Have you been well? 
I've, I've been very well. Um, we, we, I, I've been carried on working. I, we haven't stopped. Okay. Uh, the, the only difference is we get a couple of extra hours off because the, there's not as many ships. Uh, but other than that, it's been life as normal. I, Eileen is working from home. She's a um, NVQ assessor type of person. Uh, okay. So she's been working a lot from home. So it's been fitting in and we've had a lot of time off together. And it's okay. been nice. That's excellent. That's that's really good. More more time at home, more time to uh, jobs around the house getting done, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Because because I've certainly been been like you know more more involved in general day to day stuff in the house, which has been quite interesting yes. for me. So, Dan, Dan, if you could see our conservatory, it looks a mess at the moment. We're, we're, <laughs> we ripped the floor up, we're putting a new floor down and Ooh. decorating it, and 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 these little jobs just tend to manifest into bigger jobs. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And obviously, I think with um, DIY stores closed and shortages of plaster going on and all, I don't think uh, I don't think you're the only ones there with um, an unfinished uh, jobs going on. But yeah. um, Tony, I was going to ask what, like, what's been happening this week with your training? Because it, it was um, I think it was a, maybe nearly a couple of weeks ago that I saw you running pretty quickly up Farlington Avenue while I was coming down and you, you were motoring up it um, to meet to meet some runners, I think. So so how, that, how's your training been going? Been pretty- to be honest, I haven't been training. I've just been getting out and running. Mm. I'm not training as in training for anything. Okay. Uh, when, when you met me, it was one of our first group runs. Uh, right. The, the running went very well. Afterwards, it felt really strange. Really? When you run with people, you, you automatically run at a distance. You're a safe distance. You're... you're I think everything's safe whilst you're running. Mm-hmm. When we finished and we're all having a little chat, it just felt weird keeping that distance. Yeah, you know, you 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 just wanted to be in a group chatting, and it didn't happen. Mm. Uh, uh, that that felt weird, and and no doubt that will come to be actually that'll be that'll that'll come to be the norm, or it'll all be over and we'll be allowed to mingle and, and chat as we used to yeah like i i understand that fully i've yeah I've been feeling the same way about seeing family um obviously social distancing with with them and it's di- it's difficult not to be able to give your mum a hug and yes you know give your friends a hug but yeah. i've i've i'm honestly praying that it's going to be uh going to be the latter option where where we are going to to be able to make contact soon again then may, maybe with time that that will happen it, certainly it, it not, will. not for a while. It, it certainly will it it, it depends on the on the sensibility of people and the amount of people we see down at the beach crowding each other and stuff like that and in the shops it makes me a little worried but does, yeah. what will be will be and and we'll just get on with it i suppose absolutely yeah there's, I mean, there's, there's it's strange isn't it because there's so many things that are that are out out of your control but so heavily in the mind and it it makes it it's kind of a battle isn't it to yeah. to worry about it but not really worried about it because you know there's, yeah. there's you can only you can only do the things that you can do that are within your control really and uh, yeah it's it's, yeah. it's really yeah. difficult really we, diff- I, I can only do what keeps me safe i can't do what keeps everybody safe yeah uh, hopefully yeah. everybody can do what keeps them safe and by doing <coughs> that everybody will stay safe mm. true but, true it, but we've seen it in the shops we've seen it on the beach we've seen it yeah, it, it, yeah. We, you know the, out, the, the outcome is out of our hands 
Yeah, yeah. Keep keep your distance, everyone. I think is the is the is the is the really really good message. Is that um Tony? Is that that week weekly run thing? Is that then back on for you guys? Do you do, will you would you be meeting up for for some uh, social distance running uh, regularly from now it's uh, on the not, weekends? It's it's not a regular meet. It it was a case of we we met up because it should have been the ladies race, the ladies five right. race, and it should have been that day. So uh, the RDs and and a couple of the the, the marshals and regular regular ones. There was about eight of us, I suppose. Okay, and that was the Purbrook Ladies Five. Yes. Ah, I didn't realise it was so close to the because obviously Noel was interviewed uh, last on the show, and she's yes. she's run direct, race director. Yeah. Um, okay. So that, the that timing. That was the day of the race that obviously didn't happen. Okay. So a few of us went up and ran round to to celebrate the race that never happened. Yeah, to, yeah, kind of celebrate and not celebrate. But how how far did you end up going, and, and what kind of oh, what kind so, of paces so go on we there? Just did, we just did the five mile. Okay. Right, the, 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 the ladies' route is is a, is a regular route that most of us do. So it was just the five mile round the round the country lanes. Very nice. Good good idea. Um, yeah, and a nice way a, a nice way to kind of you know pass the pass the time on such a what would have been such an important day. And I know that you volunteer there a few times in fact i've seen you in fancy dress i think in a oh. few photos volunteering <laughs> i didn't volunteer in fancy dress i was coerced into fancy dress oh is that how it works okay uh, yeah but it was it was fun i i have to admit it was fun and and, and if you can enjoy yourself when you're running it's you, you're doing the wrong thing yeah for sure now you have to you have to definitely enjoy it huh? yeah. and and to, to talking of enjoyment and and, uh, and and things like that in general motivation tony i've seen your name pop up Probably most uh, weekdays, maybe even weekends as well, on on the on the Portsmouth Runners Group, which is one of the one of the Facebook groups for runners out there who are not who are yeah. not in it. Go and check it out. But you've basically been posting, uh, kind of maybe you can explain how you do it. But runs to help motivate people to to you know maybe run a one k or two k fast time. Right. How, how are you managing that? Well, well, what happened when when the the, the the club stopped having club runs? We weren't allowed to to. To, to meet up, we weren't allowed to have club runs. I, I posted for my group, we're going to do this, and we were going to just carry on training because we all assumed it would really be a week or two and we're all going to go back to normal and we'd all do the London Marathon and everything would be hunky dory. Yeah. But very, very quickly, it we, we realized this isn't going to be a short term thing. So my focus changed on getting my group out to getting as many runners as I could out. And I just changed it to a run for all session. And okay. and I figured if I said to my group, go out and run 5K, that would motivate them to get out. And they wouldn't do 5K. They would run that a little bit longer. Because that's what, what you know, the level of my group would be at. Yeah. But the other runners, to, to motivate them to get out and run 5K, that's... That makes me happy. Cool. Does that you know that that I'm not telling them to go out and run to Birmingham. I'm telling them to go out and run around the block. Yeah. And if and if they can get themselves out and run around the block, if that's all they can do, that's all they can do. That's all. That's what they need to do. Yeah. No, and hopefully, like, I've, I've motivated a few people to get out off the sofa, and and get out and. I've, I've racked my brain over ideas and trying to find waterfalls and milestones and boundary stones and, and all that sort of stuff. 
yeah. people are bringing out looking for them. And more, more, more power to them because they'd be doing it as well. I think it's I think it's excellent. It's such a good way to to get invo- people involved. And I've seen people kind of interacting with you on the uh, on the comments on those Facebook yeah. posts and stuff. And I've yeah, you know, loads of likes and stuff. But um, back back to that waterfall waterfall comment. How many waterfalls did you did you um, get people to try and find? I, I found fifteen in the end. Fifteen waterfalls. 15. Well, I, you say waterfalls, running water down a down a level or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What what that goes from one level to another level? I can waterfall. only think of one, Tony. I can only think of one by um, as you cross over to Hailing Island. But where where are the other fourteen? <laughs> ah, that's 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 the challenge, Dan. <laughs> oh dear, all right. That is that is the challenge. We we all know that you've seen the waterfall. You've seen probably seen two or three waterfalls when you do the Portsmouth Marathon. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're right. probably not in, probably not interested in looking at them, but you run past two or three, maybe four of them on the Portsmouth Marathon. So they are there. It's yep. it's uh, it, I, I think I'll try to get people out. Let's not just go out and have a run. Let's go out and have a look and see what's about us while we run. Mm. And, and there's been a few other guys do it as well. They've been out looking for ghost signs. Okay. And and that that was quite successful, you know. So there's there's get out and have a look around, see see what in what your surroundings are. Yeah. There's, um, you know, I'm just having this conversation with you now. I'm taking away so much from it because you're right. Like we often run with our eyes open, but they're actually really closed because you're only thinking one thing. And it's normally how fast has this mile gone or how long have I got to go? And no, you're not really mindful about what's around you. So it's, uh, it's, I think there's a a massive thing to take away from that. I think it's it's really interesting. I I really enjoyed doing that sort of thing. It was, it, it opened my eyes. You know, I was trying to find stuff and, I got my legs shredded over nettles and brambles trying to find these boundary stones that I might leave until the winter when the brambles die down. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if anybody find if anybody listening to the uh, to the show now finds the waterfalls, you can you can post them on the. Uh, I actually, I don't know if, if if you'd like that, Tony. You, you want people to go and find it themselves, so maybe oh, not. But uh... <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. There, there's one nobody will find. I'm confident nobody. There's one well hidden, very well hidden. Nobody's going to find it. But mm, okay. the, the challenge is there, Dan. The challenge is there for everybody to go out and find them. That's it. The 15 waterfalls around around the island somewhere. Brilliant. Yeah. I and, love it. They all know where I run. So they all know it's sort of Farlington-ish around that area, you know, that around okay. the marshes. Okay, cool. Well, I go around there often, so I'm going to be uh, keeping my eyes open from now on. And, and Tony, I, what I love about that as well is that uh, it wasn't so long ago that we took uh, I, I took a day off of work and we went up to QE and, and met up for a, for a bit of a recce for the spring oh, yeah. marathon cruise. I think yeah. it was, yeah. And I remember you taking me through part of the forest to see um, all the uh, the secret animals, which was a very interesting experience. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the love bench as well. Was it the was it the love bench? Yeah. Uh, um, oh, no. What do we call it? I can't remember the what lo- it was. The love seat. The love seat. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's got to be said in a certain way. It's got to be said in a love. See. there we go the love seat to see if, <laughs> see if you can find that but yeah I, I do remember where that is actually and, and I, I do see it now and also the oldest tree was it the oldest tree in the yeah, park the or oldest tree in the forest yeah it's yeah. it's still there it's, it's the favorite of mine to go up and have a look and hug yeah <laughs> was it was that um qb spring marathon tony was that going to be the the hundredth that, that should have been the hundredth yeah okay yeah. I'm, I'm hoping phil's got everything ready to go so as soon as he gets the nod He's just gonna give us all a shout. We've all got our numbers. We're all ready to. We're all 
everything's in place. Okay. So Phil's going to give us a shout, and we're going to get up there and get it done and get it over with. Mm. Okay. Look, look forward to uh, look forward to that happening, and obviously seeing everyone's traces on Strava and, and hearing the tales afterwards. Um, oh, Tony, I thought I thought my, what might be a good idea is that um, you know people f- who follow the Portsmouth Running Group or who are in Portsmouth joggers will, will definitely know you, um, but maybe you could give like a little bit of a quick introduction to yourself and and like a brief uh, history of your running if you'd like, or or anything about you um, that, that you'd like to share with us before we dig into the specifics and, and get into the meat of it. Yeah, yeah, yes, of course. Um, sure. Well, they, they, I'm Tony. I was I was born in Ireland, born born in Belfast, raised up in the in the sticks, a little market town. Joined mm-hmm. the navy, joined the navy in '75. Came over here, uh, met Eileen. We got married in 1980. I've yep. got two children. I've now got three grandchildren. From from promises of never having kids, my my two have given me three grand boys. Lovely. Uh, um, I truly love them, and I love running with William on on the buggy. Uh, and I'm sure anybody that I pass on the buggy is is seething and and spitting after me. But I really enjoy doing it. Fantastic. I I left the navy, and and joined the Portsmouth City Council. I work for them now, down in the in the Continental Ferry Port. Okay. I di- I didn't really start running until I left the Navy. We sort of made a little pact that when we leave the Navy, we'll, we'll do the Great South Run. I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to run. I just put a pair of shorts and trainers on and one foot in front of the other was, was all I did. Okay. And I, I, did, I did the Great South and I thought, people were talking to me on, on, the, on the Great <laughs> South. People, people were being sociable. And I, Phew, what's all this about? Yeah. And that, and that sort of spurred me on to join a running club. For no particular reason, I joined the Portsmouth Joggers. And, and that was in 2002, I think I joined then. Okay. And, and slowly but surely joined and ran with Pete Dix. I'm sure we all know Pete Dix. Ran with his group for a while and slowly made my way up through, through the groups and... And here we are now. I'm I'm group leader, taking the what they call the fast boys, but it's 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 fast becoming the not so fast boys. Okay. <laughs> and girls, and cool. girls, some really fast girls running in the group now. Yeah, that's and, that's that, that is good. Yeah. And here we are now, waiting to waiting to start running again. That's it. Yeah. Now. Before before we kind of go too far into your racing, and uh, I wanted to, I wanted to just take a step back quickly, Tony, because you said that when you um you were in the Royal Navy, when you left the Navy, you you entered the Great South Run, you hadn't run before, but um wh- where was it that you grew up, and 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 was there any kind of running experience at school at an early age, or, or was it just all kind of that that typical running that, that every schoolboy kind of or schoolgirl gets involved in? I was just a typical boy of 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 the area that played football that ran cross country at the school when when you had to okay it was there was, was no structure it was it was right cross country this this tuesday get your shorts on run around the jump in the shock we the, the shock was the little stream we called it the shock and 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 you had to score points for your house and that was yes. really that was the only running i ever did football going up and we where I lived in the country, we had 
miles of barley fields to go and play in. So it was climbing trees and all that sort of stuff. Okay. No, nothing, nothing structured fitness-wise at all. And even, even in the Navy, nothing was structured. You had to yeah, so, pass your you fitness know, test, but there was no, you will do this, you will do that. I was going to ask about that, actually, because um, I know I've, I've spoken to a, a few friends and who are in the forces and stuff, and there, there seems to be a lot of opportunity um, certainly these days, I don't know what it was like, like when you were in the Navy and, um, you know, for sports to, to be a big part of, of the career. And, uh, you know, there's, there's sport, sporting trips, um, that are available to people in the forces quite a lot. And I know a few runners who have turned pro from, you know, taking oh, up sports and oh. in, in the forces and then becoming professional athletes afterwards. Oh, absolutely. The, the, the facilities within the forces are, are second to none. They really are. And, and the opportunity to do really any sort of sport you want is there yeah i i did sailing i did a lot of sailing i sailed for the navy and oh, okay I, I did a mo, mo, most of the offshore stuff i, I did fastnet and and stuff like that so i was that there was that took my attention away from i was an engineer so it took my attention away from the steam room and the boiler room and, and did, did okay. quite a bit of that not just here but over i did a little bit of, in Mediterranean and Indian Ocean, all that sort of stuff. Wow. Okay. So lots of travel and uh, and hot working in hot rooms in the ship. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I wouldn't like. I dread to think I've been everywhere. Mm-hmm. Although when we're trying to plan our holidays, it's a case of should we go there? No, I've been there. Should we go here? No, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Eileen's like, I haven't been here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so we need, we, we're trying to find places that I haven't been so that I find it interesting as well as that said I took Eileen back to one of my favorite haunts ever that was the Virgin Isles I was when we were there I was given a yacht and we we went around the islands a little bit and and I loved it so much I took Eileen back there and we had our 25th wedding anniversary in we 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 chartered a yacht and we we sailed around the islands Oh, so, sounds yeah. idyllic, lovely. Oh, it really was. Everybody should do it. Oh, fantastic! That's really good for me. Holidays, running, not sailing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that does that does sound really, really good. Um, t- Tony, if I if I um go back to obviously, we'll maybe go forward now that we've uh, we've stepped back a little bit to that Great South, that first Great South run. You'd said yeah. that you know you were you'd run the race and you'd realise wow, people actually speak to each other when they run and. Uh, can you remember much else about about that run? Was it a very different Great South run back then in two thousand and two? Um, it, it's hard to say. I, th- I think the atmosphere of the Great South is always there. The 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 atmosphere you you get is is fantastic. You go through the water stations and and the support and the cheering. Uh, you go down Henderson Road. I love Henderson Road. There's something okay. about Henderson Road. It's it's the people that are out there cheering. They're, they're not the friends, they're not the family, they're not anything to do with runners. They are just Henderson Road. And it's because they can't get any sleep that morning, Tony. Sorry? <laughs> it's because they can't get any sleep that morning. They have to, they have to be up and out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can't get out in their cars. It's a road block. Yeah. But it, it, it's just giving you that feeling of these people are just loving the, the atmosphere themselves, cheering all the runners on. So mm-hmm. it is. It, and when I, when I first did it, I didn't know how to run. I, I was probably drinking the night before, and I was struggling. Right. 
as struggling as as everybody that's done the Great South coming up the seafront. And there was this old boy in front of me shuffling along, and, mm-hmm. and in in my naive attitude, this old boy can't beat me. So I ran past him. Within a minute, he was shuffling past me. And this, really? happened, about, this, this happened about four times. And I, I couldn't lose this old boy just shuffling past me. And, and every time I put a sprint on, of course, not knowing how to run, I would then die and he would shuffle past me again. Turns out it was Phil Pollard. Okay. Uh, and and that taught me a lesson, I think, to to, to sort of temper your running and mm. you know, sprinting everywhere doesn't get you to the end. Yeah, so it's, a lesson, still... it's a lesson I learned early on, and I, I don't always listen to myself, but that's something I try and remember now and again. Yeah, I think it's a very, very, very common lesson uh, that all runners kind of go through at some point Absolutely. in their uh, in their running for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess like you'd gone into that race and not really like train. Had you done much training runs for it, knowing that you were going to run a ten mile race? No, I didn't know what ten miles was. I, I okay. I, I used. I was doing a bit of temp work when and the, the year I left the navy. I was doing a bit of temp work, doing a bit of driving. So when I'd finished, I'd put my trainers on and I would run around Farlington Field. I'd okay. no idea how far it was. I'd no idea what my pace was. I'd no idea what to expect to do 10 miles told everybody i wanted to do it in an hour and a half i didn't even know if that was possible okay it was just seemed to be a nice target to aim for mm. um, okay well yeah. yeah that gives me an idea that gives me an idea of where you were with your running then so you were kind of like it was really the very very start so that's that that's yeah. that's interesting that's very interesting tony i i what i usually do is i'm um, you know preparing for these for these chats and these these shows i kind of do a little bit of digging around to find results and stuff but obviously to go back to 2002 for the great south run was was difficult and i didn't didn't manage to do it but i did find something interesting that year that i thought i would i would say instead and that was that the the men's race that year um yeah was won by a runner called simon casamilli from kenya um and obviously, it, it's sad that we don't we don't see many of the, the Kenyans and, and African runners coming over to to race anymore with the Great South, unfortunately. But he ran yeah. a time of forty seven twenty seven. Um, but interestingly enough, for the 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 women's race that year, um, back to I guess the link link to Ireland was won by Sonia O'Sullivan. She, I've, 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 I knew that actually, and she's run it a few times. Doesn't she hold the record? She does, and th- and that was the other that was the other fact. She yeah. still holds the record from that year yeah. uh, with a f- 51 minutes dead on the that, dot. That, that's incredible, isn't it? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, that was some run. Um, so I don't know what the weather was like, but uh, may, perhaps maybe favorable or she just had a very, very good day. I, uh, I, can re- I can remember what I know now to be the 10K mark, which is almost opposite the finish line. As, as you're running back to you know through the through um, South Parade Pier, just just before South Parade Pier, yeah. I heard the cheer and, and I, I take it that was her finishing and I was just passing coming up to South Parade Pier, and I think that was her finishing. That was incredible. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty pretty amazing. But you, but I mean your own times, you know, over the next next few years, and obviously you you mentioned earlier that you did join Portsmouth Joggers that years, but your 
the the first time I could find on the Great South Run for yourself was 2005, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit here. I, I, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but you then in 2005 ran a 107, which is which is incredible as well. So clearly, what we're going to discuss and stuff, and you joining the club, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, made a massive difference to your to your to your running and your times. Can you remember what your time was for the first run? I not exactly, but I think it was probably around 120 two or three something like that okay so you hit your target and went, and went well under uh, That's good. oh i i far exceeded my target in my eyes and and i was very pleased with it and couldn't believe that I'd, that had done it and finished and um and i think maybe that spurred me on to, to better things and to, you know spurred me on to join the joggers and 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 want to improve mm. okay yeah, because I was going to ask him the reason why you joined joggers. A lot of people's stories kind of go along the lines of that they knew somebody um, running in the club or they'd met somebody in their first race who had said, come along. But yeah. I guess you, you'd you maybe found or just heard that they were running and you, you went along that way? Yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't know anybody in the joggers, not not, mm-hmm. not so. Uh, I, I just find them as a club, decided to go down there one night and... The rest is history, really. Okay. They they made me feel welcome. They they took me under their wing. They taught me a few lessons. Again, my ego got the better of me, and I thought, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I can run here. And then after a few miles, I was I was flagging, and everybody else was just trotting on. And but we've all (laughs) been there. We've all been there. We've all done it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's part of the fun of it, and it's part of the it's part of the fun of growing. You know, if you're gonna if you're yeah. gonna grow as a runner, you you've you've got to grow from from a point, don't you? And um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's the fun of it. All 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 part of being human, I think. Um, but you know, it's it's safe to say yeah, I've been to Portsmouth Joggers a few times, as I've mentioned, just to visit the club and uh, yeah. do a, do a few training with you guys. And you've you've extended that very same warm welcome to me because uh, I remember chatting to you on one of my first first nights there. So it's nice to show that you're kind of doing the same thing and sharing the same experiences that you had when you first joined. So thank you for that. No, I think I think all runners have a kindred spirit, don't they? they, they, they yeah. We, as soon as we see somebody in front of us, we want to beat them. But mm-hmm. running together, we all want to run together. We want everybody to do well. However, yeah. if you're in front of me, Dan, I'll be chasing you down. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and and hopefully everybody thinks like that. I hope you know the, the, there is a, a a competitive spirit in all of us. Yeah. It's not it's not I want to beat you. It's uh, you're in front of me. You're a target, and I'm and I'm going to chase you down. And and that's how I think. That's it. That's it. And and the other way you can you can describe it is that you know you were in front of me, and uh, you pulled me along, and yep. you sling you slingshotted me past you. So thank you for the help. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's extra motivation isn't it uh, it is it is you you pinch their mojo as you run past that's it exactly but it's 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 all good you know it's like it's healthy competition it's um it's fun and i think most of the time people people are people are well up for that and they don't mind and there's always a uh, handshakes going on after races and park that's runs and so it's all it's all, it's all it's all really good but tony you're like saying that you obviously went to the club and you were thinking oh you know i'm gonna run i'm gonna run ahead of you and you were gassing a little bit um yeah. that didn't stop your enthusiasm to to run and want to go far because i think within within a few years you were attending your first marathon which was beachy head which is a hell of a marathon to pick for your first well 
again, that naivety took over because you want to do beachy head. Yeah, that sounds good. It sounds that, pleasant. That, it's at the beach. That, yeah, that's that sounds a nice thing to do. You don't, you don't. I, I had no idea that the beachy head was the Seven Sisters. And in in my defence, Dan, I'm not English, so I would never know the Seven Sisters. Right. Yeah. You know. If, if, you know. What, what's the Seven Sisters? It's, it's, yeah. If you've never been there, you wouldn't know, yeah. No. So, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I, and I do enjoy the, the off-road more than the road. Okay. So, so for me, it was, it was, it was an enjoyable. Um, all I had to do was get to the finish. We all, we've all been there for our first marathon, first race, first whatever. All you have to do is get to the finish. Hmm. True, but was there was there any over enthusiasm from you on that particular run with some of the some of those hills you had to face? I, I expected more help on the downhill. Okay. If, you, if you've run it, you know how tough it is to go up, and you think ah, down down will be easy. It's not. No. On, on, You're right. You know, it's, it's it's twenty hilly miles followed by the seven sisters, and it's. Your legs are shot. You, you you can't give it. You can't. There's no payback on the downhills on the Seven Sisters, is there? No, no, not at all. In fact, a lot a lot of the second half of the South Downs is very much like that. You know, you think you think it's okay. I'm going to go slowly up this hill and then make it up on the downhills, but it, yeah. it just you, you never do. It's no, a, you, you go even slower on some of the downs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that, that that all adds to it. That that adds to the the charm of the Seven Sisters. That that that's. That, that's that's why it, it sells out every year. Everybody wants to do the beachy, not because it's easy. Mm. If it was easy, we'd all be doing it. That's it. Yeah, that's true. Although these days it sounds like um, you know the the more the more hardcore the challenge, the more people are taking part now. So it's it's definitely there's definitely a, a huge boom in running and running marathons and and ultra marathons now. It's uh, yeah, you know, and see who can who can run the longest and the the most hilliest hilliest yeah. run. So. Um, seems like everyone everyone's up for it but that was interesting you said earlier that you prefer the trails to the roads because that was going to be be one of my one of my questions in the section was you know you ran a trail marathon for your first a lot of club runners do you know do pavement stuff um, and and hit the pavement marathons trying to get out their pbs and stuff which you know we'll talk about with with yours in the, in the future but very interesting that you preferred the trails straight away i think the trails are more forgiving if if you're aiming for a time, don't do the trails because there's so much that can, I wouldn't say go wrong, but there's so much that can go against you. A little bit of rain, the trails are slippy. Uh, but by nature, the trails are going to be that little bit hillier. By nature, the hit trails are going to be that little bit trickier underfoot. So mm-hmm. just go out and enjoy the trail marathons. Time doesn't matter on the trail marathon, so just relax into it and and enjoy it and get to the finish. Whereas yeah, that's it. talk to talk to the people around you, um, have fun because yeah, 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 I've yeah. met I've met some amazing, inspiring people on on during during some of the trail runs. It's just it's just amazing who you get to meet. Absolutely, and catch can, up yeah, with some hours, and before you know it, you've you've cracked five miles, and then you you know you split company and crack onto the next guy and. Bore the hell out of him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very, very true. Um, now, Tony, listen. One of the things I tried to do when you sent me um, the information about about your your running and and racing history was, yeah. 
um, there was a lot of a lot of missing races because you have done a, an awful lot of runs. And I looked at your power of ten profile, which which other people are welcome to go and do, and I'm sure sure lots oh, of well, people in the I'll, joggers I'll, have. But yeah, yeah, you've run so many half marathons and marathons in between these times. So, and, and obviously, it would be great to kind of find out um, a, a lot more about those. But do any like you know with your first kind of five to six years of running, do any stick out of your mind as um ones ones you'd like to discuss before we get into the uh the ultra trail walker in 2009 um i i i think I, my second one was belfast uh, okay. and that was, that was very emotional because we actually run past where where i was born very close to it wow uh and I, i've long since lost my mom and dad but they were very prevalent in my mind for a lot of that race. And yeah. I, I, I'm saying it's emotional. It was happy emotional. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a tearful emotion. It was it was a happiness emotion because I was as I ran past on the Falls Road, I was chatting to my mum and dad because I've done that before. Yeah. You know, and then obviously you knuckle down because there's a bit of a hill in, in the Belfast Marathon. You go up and up and up to Seven Mile Hill. Wow! So it's not it's not a, a, it's runnable. It's not a, a really steep hill, but for seven miles you're you're climbing this hill, and then in two miles you're at the bottom of it again. <laughs> it's a bit unfair. <laughs> yeah, that's very. But, but uh, no, I really enjoyed the the Belfast one, and I've been been back and done that a couple of times now, and talk my brothers into doing it as well they 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 would wouldn't describe themselves as runners but they did it and and we did it too and it's a special one for me i'll no doubt go back and do it again at some point and and, yeah. and it'll always be there as as one one of the one of the better marathons mm. I, I, I get that actually. I, I kind of, you know, obviously I, I don't know how you feel doing that with um, what you just expressed about the memories of your your parents and when you where you grew up and where you were born. But I, I kind of understand that nostalgic feeling, um, especially, you know, with the with the euphoria of running a marathon as well. So all those kind of emotions coming together must be must be pretty powerful. So and obviously visiting yeah. your 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 home country and stuff. It's uh, wow. It, it is. It is. And and it doesn't matter where you're from. When you go back to your home country, it's always special. Yeah, I've I've lived here here longer than I've lived in Ireland, but Ireland's still special. Don't get me wrong, Portland's is nice, but it's not as nice as home. Yeah, yeah, home's always home's always special, very very special. Absolutely, and so it should be. Yeah, for sure, absolutely, nothing wrong with that. Uh, So Tony, um, okay, so so Belfast sticks out, and any any other particular races or marathons or or bad memories good memories of of races before we we dig into the to your first um trail walker experience uh, um, there's so many <laughs> yeah, there, there is so many um what, what are, one of the one of the ones i really enjoyed doing was, was the south downs i think it was it might have been the first south downs marathon mm-hmm. when 209 took over oh yes yeah um it, it was just one of those runs that I just found energy at every at every bend at every hill. It just it just it's it's hard to describe. 
but I just mm-hmm. felt I could run forever when I was when I was doing that. And and the toughest bit is at the end when you come down and go past the behind the visitor center. It's there's yep. a couple of little lumps and bumps. That was so tough. But if I found that so tough, why did I find the rest of the South Downs so easy? Or maybe that's why you found it so tough at the end, because you had taken on the rest of it so 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 well. <laughs> you, you know, and 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 I really, I really, I still enjoy that one. It's still it's still a crack and run. Um, mm. Unfortunately, I think it's it's gone by the wayside now. Oh, has it really? Okay, I've I've, I've seen their finish gantry. Um, uh, there a few times on on early morning runs, but I, I didn't know that they weren't doing it anymore. Yeah, I think they've, they've they've wrapped in on that one. I think everybody wanted their slice of the cake, and when everybody wants okay. a slice of the cake, there's no cake left for for the organisers to, to want to do it anymore. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, I guess that does happen a lot, and yeah, it's a difficult thing for for event organisers to to manage. And I yeah. think it's it's been happening, you know, not to go off topic too much, but I think I've seen a lot of news stories with um, some of the big ultra events overseas where um, I think the, you know, races like the Tour de Jean and stuff like that, big, huge events are yeah. having a lot of people demanding money back for races that haven't happened this year, yeah. where the organizers are trying to perhaps maybe like recoup some of, the, some of the money a little bit and offering a certain percentage of money back or free entry into the following year. But yeah. people have been demanding their money back so much, so, so in such a strong way that I think some of the races are not going to are not going to be able to go ahead next year. So they'll probably come back in some form under some new leadership or at yeah. some point in the future. But yeah, it's very it's very sad to see. It's a horrible situation. All this. It it is it is and and what what used to be a certainly for local races a very much community spirited uh, atmosphere. Now people want slice of the cake. People mm. you know people like. The police want paying for marshal, and the the council want paying because you're you're using the road. The landowners want want recompense for for crossing their field, and and it, and see so what goes on. Yeah. Um. Whereas before it was all community spirited, and everything was was yeah yeah no problem. It's all for the community. Now they all want the little bit, and it just eats into the. Yeah, for it, sure. It, it it eats into the ultimately the profit and and once you get no profit it, there's no point doing it mm. absolutely and, and our, our profit is is donations to to whatever charity we decide but he, but we we've, we've got to do it for for that profit we've got we can't do it for nothing mm. no that's true do you know what somebody should do tony somebody should um should create an event that maybe happens on the beach once a year <laughs> and uh, you know where it's just like a nice community. oh sorry oh you've done that haven't you <laughs> Well, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to say, Dan, that's that's one of my proudest achievements. I think it should be. You, sh- you should be very proud of that. Because what what's and I'll I'll tell you how it started. It started because it snowed one year and Stubbington was cancelled. Okay. I'm, I'm sure if if you look through your archives, you'll you'll find that, and that's where it started. And it started because they cancelled Stubbington, and the the whole of the south coast was covered in in snow and ice. And and me and Ross Bessley decided, what where can we go for a run? Let's go down the seafront, thinking that the sea air, the salt would 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 keep the the, the front clear. Okay. But it wasn't. The the whole the, the whole problem was was covered in ice. Yeah. So we we ended up running on the stones, and and just like like any good idea, it was just a 
that's kind of a silly idea at the time, but, but I wonder if everybody would like to do this. And mm. there it was born. And it grew from that, from, from people running on the beach to now turning up in old weathers and, and getting a unique bespoke medal for it. That's, it's it's such a good idea that and I, I know loads of my friends that love going down there because they take the kids down and and the dogs down and absolutely absolutely yeah i, I think a, I, was a, I was a bit disappointed this year i know you were <laughs> i i couldn't run it i i, I hurt my I tore my calf and i couldn't run it but not only that the sun shone i know yep i was gonna i was gonna talk about that <laughs> It's 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 not the pebble dash unless there's there's a storm knocking at the door and 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 the the waves are throwing pebbles at you as you run past them. Mm. So I've ordered ordered a storm for this year. Great Definitely stuff. ordered a storm for this year to get everybody get everybody back in the normal mode. I can't I can't wait for this. I tell you what, there's nothing there's nothing more I I I I love than going into the the really horrendous storms down on the seafront and and running through the waves that crash over the yeah the walls and stuff it, i mean you've got to be very careful sometimes going behind the pyramids but it's uh it's oh, it's, it's just an incredible feeling and it's 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 not pleasant conditions but it kind of is in a way yeah there's yeah. something uh, very refreshing about it I, I i get that totally i i totally get that and the, and i think everybody else does but are wary of doing it mm. at the pebble dash they're not because there's so many people else doing it they feel safe and, yeah. and 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 enjoy it they they they're, they're all knackered and they're all windswept and they're all soaking wet and there, uh, there was one year we couldn't get enough of us into the public toilets at the at the end there because it was so bitter yeah <laughs> but they're, they're the same people are back again next year and and why i think it's because it's not easy yeah that's true yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. It's a fun challenge. It's a challenge, um, and but it's a challenge they feel safe at, and it's a challenge that they know if they can't do it, they can get onto the prom and get back. Yeah, and they're not going to be. They're not. It's not a DNF if they if they get on the prom and get back. They get on the prom, get back. They still get their medal. They still started on the beach, and that's all that counts. It's not about who runs fastest, who runs furthest, who runs the most, who runs the toughest. It's not about that. It's about get down there, battle it out as much as you can, and when you can't, you know it's you know it's time to call it a day. That's it. Yeah, and the med- uh, they are they are great medals as well, Tony. So yeah, <laughs> thank you for everything you do for that run. It's uh, <laughs> it's really great. And and that pebble, the the last pebble dash that happened with the uh, unfortunate sunshine, was um, I think much of the discussion points of the first couple of these podcast shows back in December. So. Yeah, it was uh, good fun. <laughs> Tony, the um, stepping back a little bit now onto the onto the timeline, uh, I wanted to ask you um, how you got to take part in the first your first trail walker, um, yeah. which I think is a I think uh, Noelle may have done a trail walker as well because she mentioned it on last on the last show. Yeah, um, these are uh, groups of four covering a hundred k. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, groups of four. They've got to stay together. They've got to. You've got to go in into all the checkpoints as a team, um, all from Kiwi Park to Brighton by the okay. race course there, and it's it's so tough to run as a team 
because as equal as we all were as runners, we all get our strengths and, and weaknesses at different times. Yeah. Um, and and that, that makes it tough on a team when somebody's lagging behind and the three are, come on, come on, come on. And then 10 miles down the road, the next one gets his, his weak spot and the rest of them are, come on, come on, come on. You know, so it yeah. makes it tough on a team. And we've we've seen plenty of teams split up. You know, who's your fourth man? Ah, saw them. You couldn't keep up. Oh, really? Okay. So, um, so what happens? What happens then if you lose it? If you lose a teammate? Well, you, you you don't clock in then, and you don't get you don't get your time, and it's it's uh, you know it's you, you still finish. You still get your medal. Of course you do. Uh, okay. it's, it's 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 not about the race. It's about raising money for charity, and an Oxfam. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we were just lucky when when we first did it. The dynamics of the team worked really well. We we, we yes we had our strengths and weaknesses at different times, but the the dynamics of the team worked well. Uh, and and we 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 did ourselves good and proud, and we broke the record. Excellent, and you won it. You won the first event. Your your first uh, trail walker as well. We we won. Uh, we we were the first civilian team. Okay, cool. Sorry. We, yep. Which was which was we didn't win it. There there, are, there was there was some very fit Gurkhas there. Right. Uh, I'll not say they cheated, but they had a five man team. Ah, okay. That uh, changes that changes the game, but. Oh, absolutely. And but they, they had a four man team that ran it. The fifth man changed at every at every leg, and the fifth man carried all the kit. Okay. So, so the team of four had all their kit with them, carried by the fifth man. Gotcha. Okay. We then right. changed, and and yeah, it was it was a it was a dream to watch them go through the the, the checkpoints. They they were a, a well swept up team, dumping mm. bottles, picking up bottles, and gra- grabbing grabbing their snacks, and and they didn't stop. They were whizzed through. Very well rehearsed, yeah. Oh, absolutely, and full full credit to them. They they, it, 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 Trailwalker stemmed from the Gurkha Challenge. Okay. It used to be a Gurkha Challenge that ran along the Shythans. So they yeah. they've got a reputation to keep up, and we 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 played our part and we did very well. We were the first civilian team. It was overshadowed a little bit because our team was called Phil's Little Soldiers. So I think people thought we might have been army. Ah, uh, right. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and and they didn't really believe us when we finished that that no, that's our clock there. Oh. Okay. So I, mean, I think we surprised a lot of people. We we actually got invited up to the presentations up in London, had a bit of yep. dinner and a bit of presentations. And I think a few of the army guys were a little bit shocked. That these four old codgers had managed to get so close to them. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's that's really cool that you got to go. Um, you got to go to kind of like an award ceremony thing. That's 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 really good. It was. It was, it was a truly wonderful experience. From I think the the journey was the best part of it. The, the journey for the four of us. And I'd like to say, although there's only four runners, the journey was for about ten of us. Because okay. our other halves and, and, and friends and, and everything else came out and did the recce with us and helped us. And mm. and, and it was a, a truly team event. 
yeah. that got that got the final four to to the finish in 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 such good shape. Good. That's 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 great. What a what a good result as well. And um, yeah, some 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 more more events that we've spoken about because the South Downs way is very prominent in these conversations, don't you? Clearly, yes. you like yes. you like those those pathways, and and in fact, it leads me onto uh, the your 2010 100 mile race because i've spoken to you about this before and uh, yeah. i'm so keen to ask you ask you a few more questions but but in that in that race so that's the so you ran the the original south downs way 100 which was from eastbourne to uh, to winchester yeah yeah fr- from the from the bandstand to the cathedral that's right yeah and you did incredibly incredibly well in that race because you came fourth uh, your time uh, was twenty two oh four forty seven, which is yeah. remarkable. So in well under a day, which is brilliant. Yeah. Now, I've I've got a I've got a memory when I spoke to you um, a few years ago when I came to Portsmouth Joggers that you you were you were pleased with that race, but it was definitely something you were not going to do again. Um, how was the experience for you? I, again, the the journey was the best part of 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 any long race I think is the journey to get to the race mm. afterwards it took me a couple of months of trying to run and not able to run yeah my my, my body was telling me yeah you're fine go out and at 10 miles my body would shut down and 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 I didn't like that I didn't like that at all Some and deep it took, fatigue. Me, took me a couple of months to get to get over that little bump of, of getting further than than ten-ish miles. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do they do say the fatigue sits sits very very deep after after you know putting your body through something like that. Yeah, and 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 I'm testament to that because it really did take me months to to get back to. And and you think you're all right, you really do. Mm. Your head thinks you're all right, your body thinks you're all right. You get to ten miles, nah. No, yep. that's it, it. It it really does dig deep, and and I didn't like that. I didn't I didn't like the non-activity for so long afterwards. After after, like I said, after the journey, the journey takes months mm. to to get to that point, and then suddenly it all stops. And yeah, that's that's not good for me. No, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, there is a very big. Um, anti-climax and, and a, lot of, a lot of the things um, the ultra runners always talk about is you know what what do you do next after a race because there is such a such a such a big downhill um, after the after the event you know you yeah. you can't run long and you're wanting you're wanting to do something else afterwards you're not quite sure what it is and yeah. you know pe- perhaps maybe in your mind you're wanting something as big as the thing you've just had you know the bigger the big climax of, of going over the, the finish line of a hundred miler and you can't you just can't keep that up and it's it's a big. There's a big psychological game and physical yeah. game after after those races for sure. I, th- I think it is. It, it is more psychological than than physical. Mm. Physical is certainly there. There's, you're certainly fatigued, but psychologically, it's it's it's. What what do you do next? You know, I've I've since I've, I've since run a hundred miles since, but I was a little bit different. It was a twenty four hour time thing, and and I just enjoyed running around and in. in sort of six mile circuits up and down the hill at, at uh, Stodland. Okay. Uh, was that the I, Endure, Endure 24? 
it, it it was it, they call it the smugglers run i think it was the people that that used to do uh, that do endure it was a smugglers okay. run they only ran one of them um i like the look of it i i did it um pleased to say i won it yay wow uh, amazing I, but it, it was it was a lot of people ran for a couple of hours and then got their heads down in the, in the tents and then got up and ran a couple of more hours you know it wasn't it wasn't this stressful yeah so it was the stress it was it, it was totally stress free the only stress was I put on myself just to just to keep going and i thought this 24 hour race i'm going to run 24 hours and and i just kept going round and round and round during yeah. the night there was about 10 runners left running round you know i i i enjoyed that one i didn't mm. i didn't it didn't take so much out of me and and I was back running within within a couple of weeks. Wow, amazing! There's a, it, it reminds me that that when you were just saying kind of round and round in circles, um, I I learned last I think it was last beginning of last year that there are there's an event um well there's there's a six day running event which is actually steeped in a lot of tradition and history. Um, that I, and I, I can't for the life of me I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna work this out and perhaps maybe included in an intro on the show in, in over the coming weeks but yeah. um six, these six-day events happen all over the world and there's even a six-day running world championship and these runners just run for six days and they're occasionally putting their head down for 10 minutes 20 minutes yeah I mean, you know obviously some of them con- are conked out and they, they sleep for a couple of hours and then get up again and but i've you know i, I watched this event um take place through the week i had a youtube window open in one of my browsers on my on my on my work machine and these guys yeah. were just going around in circles all, all week. I just I couldn't believe it. Absolutely amazing. It, it would it would drive you it would drive you conquers, wouldn't it? It would. I I I know that there's a few joggers that that do that the, the the track races. It would it would drive me bananas. Mm, it would definitely it, would. It, it, again, that's the psychological side of it. Yeah, for sure. T- Tony, um, I realise like obviously. Time's going on. We've got we've got so we've got quite a lot more to discuss. But um, and I, I, I don't want to jump jump off the hundred mile um, questions too quickly. But um, just so that people know how um, how much effort did you put in for your training? Um, and can you remember what you were doing in terms of your your long runs and back to back runs? Because people always ask that. You know, how the hell do you train for a hundred mile race? And you know, uh, how did you ta- how did you take it on? I, I think. I, I just trained at, at 20 mile blocks and if you can do 20 miles and and feed yourself and, and do all that sort of stuff, uh, one thing that really works for me is the back-to-backs, is go out yep. on a Saturday and, and, and do 20 and then go out on a Sunday and maybe do 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really works for me. Um, Nutrition-wise, I'm very easily pleased. Okay. I, 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 I try everything. Not everything works. Yep. So generally, I, I on, on, on the long runs, I, I, I'll eat anything that's on the table. I'm, I'm, I'm not particularly fussy. I'll eat the, I'll have a bit of Mars bar one table and then the next one I'll have a pasty. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's. Whatever um, you feel like. It, it really does. Whatever, whatever takes my, you know, it, People always say, "Oh, you're going to eat a lot of sweet stuff." No, you don't. You know, you, you, 
you might you might at the first table eat a Mars bar, but the second table, no, a Mars bar is not what you want. You start you no. start wanting real food. You will start wanting your pasties and your pasta and your and and, and a banana maybe, but the, the the sweet stuff goes out the window after the first the first checkpoint. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same way. No more sweet stuff <laughs> at all. But uh, yeah, I prefer the prefer prefer the salty stuff. And occasionally, you know, you might, you might have a Coke or something like that, which gets that kind of sweet flavour back in you. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the same as you. Real food, um, something meaty, something salty. Soup's always a good one. Uh, when when we ran in uh, the Alps last year at the, the UTMB week, they made this beautiful soup that was um, uh, given out at the at the aid stations. It was lovely, just very salty. Just I can't remember what was in it. Maybe some some barley, that kind yeah. of stuff. It was it was lovely, just absolutely what, absolutely beautiful. What works for me is that is really salty tomato soup with salty salad potatoes. Okay, yeah, and, and yep, salty really potatoes, works, yeah, good. Yeah, that that works really well. Um, it's solid enough without without uh, weighing you down too much. Yeah, and, yeah, and for soup, sure. it's it's got to be just drinkable. So it's it's warm, drinkable. Slug that down, a couple of spuds, and and you're back on the road again. Mm. Takes a little while for the food to settle for me, but like after a while, yeah, you you definitely get the benefit. And sometimes it's even difficult to, to eat it, but just make sure you get it inside and yeah, yeah put your head down for ten minutes and, and walk and it out. And, and once it's inside you, it's good. You've you've got to get it in, and if that slows you down for ten minutes, you've got to accept it because you know in in ten miles time you're going to be needing that food to to keep you going for till the next check, checkpoint. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that's amazing. I, I can't believe you did so well on that race, and and Tony, that's, that's amazing. Um, twenty two oh four for a hundred miles, fantastic achievement. Well, really well done on that. I'm pleased. Um, but it's not your it's not your only uh, achievement. You've you've got loads more. But the um the one I wanted to talk about next was your sub three hour marathon because obviously that's something <laughs> that's like a proper proper target that a lot of runners chase and, and it, many don't don't achieve and I, I still haven't and i'd love to do it one day or try it one day um but you ran a 259.47 which is incredible Clo- a bit close to the mark would you would you uh, no, i would like to say dan there's no wasted effort in that one yeah for sure i mean that's that's very very well paced very well timed uh how did it go for you and um and was it a, was it were there any moments in that race where it was it was close to uh going over the three hours i i think there was there was a couple of pointers in the race that really stuck with me mm-hmm. and and that was very early on we sort of formed a group um it wasn't a set group it was it was people trying to do three hours okay and, and we all ran together we all took the lead we all there was we caught up with people that stayed with the group we we lost people it was what it was just it was the working to the three hour group and those that stayed in the group you know we we got there yeah um did you have a pacer then no no there was no pacer it was it was just one of those by accident a group forms okay good and and we all nobody was really talking to each other we were too busy breathing out our arses but we were all we, we all, I think we all recognised this is the working group. This is the group to stay with. This is the group that's going at the pace we want to go at, and and we we sort of hung on to each other. Occasionally, 
we would drop off the back of it and then we'd have to work hard and get in with the group occasionally we'd, we would lead the group and feeling strong like i said about the, having the strength and weaknesses at different times we you know some people were stronger and took the lead and, and dragged the group along mm. and then at other times they, they, they were at the back being dragged along and i think the group the working group that that ran independently but together helped everybody to get there in in the three hours the other thing that struck okay. me most was the focus I, I really had a focus on my pace and my breathing and 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 everything else just to yep. keep going very 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 easily you, you trot along and then you, you lose focus and before you know it you're, you're you've lost 30 seconds yeah okay 30 seconds is a long time when you're trying to hold your pace. Mm, for sure. And, and I noticed that just holding your pace, just the, 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 the act of focus was, was tiring. Yeah. And, and you've got I, was, to, I was about to say the same. Yeah. Just yeah. focusing on that time must have been tiring in itself. Yeah. yeah. And the act of focusing is, is very tiring. Mm. And, and I don't know if you've run Abington. No. You run around the streets and then you end up coming back into the into the sports stadium to go around the track and and as i entered the sports stadium i could see the clock yeah and my heart my lungs my legs my everything was running at 90 miles an hour through yeah. custard <laughs> <laughs> wow i bet i bet it, felt it, like it was it was it was surreal actually I, everything was moving so fast and i was crawling along uh, and and the, by this time, the, the, the group was still together, but it split up a little bit. There was, we were strung out a little bit. Okay. And and I, I can just remember everything running 90 miles an hour. Mm. But it was like running through custard. Everything was going. Everything slowed down. Everything was... The clock never stopped. The clock never stops. And, and you, you can see it. You're not looking at it, but you can see it. And you, oh, you try that a little bit harder. And the, more, the harder you try, the slower you get. You know, it's one of those, it really is a surreal moment. And then when you cross the line, the feeling is just unbelievable. It's, wow, yeah. It's, you, you know how hard you've worked for it. You know how hard you, you've worked for any race, Dan, but, but you, you know how hard you work for it. To, to reach the Holy Grail for, for club runners, certainly, is, is well you, you could probably go out and run it again then on the feeling of just finishing in the, in the time that you want mm, remarkable amazing and I, I hear so many similar things for people who who break that barrier or, or you know any barrier like you said you know whatever target you're going for and yeah you're right that that is kind of like the holy grail of of a lot of for a lot of club runners running yeah. that running that sub three hours so i can't imagine yeah just that that feeling and um, i think it was richard bailey on there who you know on, on the podcast that yeah. expressed similar feelings crossing the line, you know, just lots of emotion and yeah. Yeah. You know, just yeah, it, all it, that it, training it, you've done all those years. Yep. Yeah. Maybe, maybe okay. one day I'll, I'll get back to it and knuckle down to the training and do it again. But when, when oh. I tell people that the amount of training I did, it, it sounds unbelievable. And I was running hundred miles a week. I was, I was, I was doing sprint sessions of, of, over an hour i was i was going out for 20 plus miles at the weekends the amount of miles i was doing sounds yeah. crazy sounds crazy yeah but i guess that's what it takes 
to, yep, to, definitely. to do it. Mm, for sure. A lot, a lot of people get by on less miles. A lot of people have to do more miles. But yeah, I, I do hear similar things that, you know, people, people wanting to break that barrier do have to sometimes, you know, you, I think you know your own body and you know, you, you know what you've got to do. And for you, yeah. that was, that was those hundred mile weeks and those big, those yeah. big interval sessions, just getting used to running at that pace. I mean, yeah, and sustaining it for, for so long. But uh, what would you say was your favorite training session going through that, Tony, and, and t- taking on that, that challenge? Did you have a, a kind of go-to session that you felt made the most impact in you achieving that? Um, I don't, I don't, think so I, th- I think probably tempo runs would, would come in strong there Try, trying to to maintain a marathon pace for five six seven eight miles yeah is is it's, it's, it w- w- when you when you say you're going to go run 26 miles at that pace but you're going to try and run five miles at that pace it sounds easy mm. but when you run your own it, again, it comes into focus. I think you've got to focus to, to maintain that pace, even for just five miles. Sometimes can yeah. be tough. Yeah. Um, like I, uh, like I say, the, the the working group I was in helped everybody because we weren't running on our own. Yeah. Running, on your own running on your own can be very hard. Mm. Did everybody in that working group get a, get across the line? Do you remember, or were there a few I've, disappointed? I've, to be honest, I've no idea who who they were. Okay. <laughs> you know, there, 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 yes, there was one girl there that that we she she had a um, harlequin type. It looked like a rugby shirt, to be honest. But she was she was she was ecstatic at finishing. So I know she finished, but the rest of them, I've no idea who they were. The the group never ran as a it's hard to describe because we never run as a group but we were running as the working party to to get that three hour and and there there was quite a few that i recognized you know haven't done it but i don't know if they cracked the three hours because i was so close they they could have been two minutes behind me at the start okay so two minutes ahead of me i don't know so it's hard to say yeah. But I'm, I'm, all... sure, I'm sure a majority of that little working group cracked the three hours all very, very close to it. Oh, great. And if they didn't, I'm sure they went back and uh, and, and did it again and, uh, and and got it. So that's great. It's great that you can kind of help each other along and, and kind of work in that group together. And then you're almost there during the journey. And then that's it. Kind of these people disappear and you never see them again. It's quite yeah. bizarre, really. But it, it is. Yeah. They all go off into their own stories and their own uh, back to their own families. Yeah. Uh, Tony, um, another big marathon for you, Boston, traveling over to to the US to race. Yeah. Um, was this was this um, a marathon, a particular marathon that you wanted to go and do um, for a while, or was it uh, was it just did it come about because you wanted to go to America on holiday? How did it all come? come uh, to a little you? bit of a little bit of everything, a little bit of uh, a, a lot of the challenge of just doing Boston. Yeah. It's, 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 you just can't enter Boston. I know there's ways into it, but you just can't enter Boston. You have to qualify and they have to make the cut. And, and then you, you have to go through the process of, of getting over there and doing everything. Yeah. I have to say one of the best experiences I've, I've had as, as A, a holiday, B, as a marathon, and B, as, as, as everything else combined. That's it, great. It truly truly an amazing race from start mm-hmm. to finish there's 
the, the, the little towns are out cheering you on. That everybody just wants you, is willing you to the finish. Yeah. When, when, in in Boston, when you go around and have a coffee, they can obviously hear you. You're not a local. And the first question they ask is, "You here for the marathon?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you for for running our marathon. And that's the attitude. Oh, really? That's the attitude of the whole town. The whole town is just you go into a bar and have have a meal. Hey, you guys doing the marathon? You know, and then it was just that's the attitude of the whole town. The whole town comes together for that marathon. And it and it's not just the marathon. There's kiddies races all week. There's there's lots of lots of things going on that finish on on that finish line. Ah, okay. There's, right. there's, there's lots lots of things going on to to it's not just the marathon it, it the marathon's the accumulation of of it all but it's, there's lots going on that's brilliant that's brilliant that's truly, that's, that's truly is an amazing city it's a very small city but truly an amazing city yeah. I, I would recommend anybody if you get the chance get over there and do it because it is is a, it's an amazing city and it's truly an amazing experience to run the marathon Mm. And an honor. Well, it really is an honor to, to be able to do the oldest marathon and 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 qualify and get to do it. So yeah, that's amazing. Um, I, I guess yeah, people are extremely proud of the event and stuff, especially after like the I think the tweet was at 2013. Yeah, was the uh, was was the the Boston Marathon bombing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, you know, they must all. I think that it's really bounced back after that in a, in such a positive way, and that's yeah. really nice to hear that people around the town like you know respects yeah. people coming and, and taking part that's 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 great yeah. it's really nice yeah. to hear I, I think i think everybody's you're not going to scare us off just just because you've you you, you succeeded once yeah the, the, the you know you, you can't kill all of us is is the attitude of 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 everybody you yeah. know you can't kill all of us yeah that's so, great so, that really is good so regardless of of what happens to 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 unspeakable things that go on in the world yeah we shouldn't let it get us down and we should we should just carry on as normal and and that's it tony yeah it's it's like i guess it's like muscle isn't it it, it tears and then and then forms stronger yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah i think you're right yeah absolutely so yeah oh, I, everything everything always comes back to running for some reason or or muscles <laughs> muscle growth <laughs> <laughs> A, a, a interesting analogy there and a comparison but yeah that's yeah. good and um and obviously i think tony when you wrote to me you you'd said that you'd run i think there was a difference between 2017 and 2018 but in 2018 as well you traveled to south africa to take part in comrades yeah it, yep. it was it was one of those things that as a as a runner i think everybody knows comrades and and if you look at it everybody everybody that looks at it knows what it's about mm. and it just struck me as I want to be part of that um, sort of brewed for a couple of years as it does yeah. and, and then Eileen and myself decided right let's do it luckily Steve and Michelle came with us and and we had we had one really good holiday yep one really good race and and one tremendous experience yeah uh, I, ha- I have to say that the race itself it, it, it's 60k 
sounds almost like a short race, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it Tony, it's I think it's ninety. Ninety, of course it is. It's ninety. Yes. Yeah, it's ninety. Yeah, it's ninety k. Yeah. Uh, it's sixty miles. It's just over the sixty miles, isn't it? So, so it's 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 not even a, a particularly tough race. Mm-hmm. But you you add in the fact of you're racing the clock, and it becomes tough. Yeah. If you if you don't finish in twelve hours. You don't finish. You you were never there. You you don't get recorded. Yeah. And and everybody that finishes waits for everybody else. That's great. And and when 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 the gun goes off, the the empathy for everybody that's still out there. That the, the I finished in the stadium, and the empathy in the stadium for people that were in the stadium and didn't finish. Is 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 palpable. You you can you can you can almost feel the silence of 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 everybody feeling for every single runner that didn't cross the line. I think it's probably worth worth maybe explaining that a little bit because I I didn't even know this until I I looked into the race a bit more a few years ago. But for those who who maybe don't know, the Comrades Marathon has a very very strict cutoff policy. Yes. I guess like like most races do, but it's it's become pretty well known and and as an iconic race, it's really well known for it. That if you don't make that twelve hour mark, and and Tony, I think there are videos on YouTube that people can go and go and Google the comrades yeah. finishers who don't make it. Um, they literally pull a lineup straight away on the tw- on that twelve hour mark, and there are people literally steps away from finishing it, and maybe even a step away from the line. Yeah. When they, when I, when I... Yep. When I was when I was there, there's a few marshals, and you, you know it's getting time, and you're looking at the clock, you're looking at the camera, you can see them coming into the stadium, and you think these are the last guys going to make it. If they don't, if they don't get a wriggle on, they are not going to make it, and you know exactly when it's going to be. Yeah. And and the marshals sort of accumulate along the finish line, and the the director comes out with his with his pistol, and he puts his back. To the, to the runners coming in. And as soon as he fires that gun, the marshal shut the, the finish line. Yep. There was one guy with his arm across the finish line. Didn't finish. Oh, I mean, that's it's less than a second. Oh, that's that's a step. That's one step. Mm. And and yeah. he didn't finish. And yep. and you can see that they all pile in after that, obviously. They, they, they're still finishing. They're still coming in. They're piling into the stadium. And and that's it. You don't finish. You don't. You don't get a time. You don't. You you're never there. You. Yeah, that's amazing. Such it's... such such heartbreaking scenes because some mm. of these people have poured their their heart and soul. Yeah. And they, they don't do it. I always find there's a flip side to that, Tony. Like n- not not just to kind of discard how how awful that must be for people, but comrades i think is is comrades and it's known for it because those people that don't make it um, i'm sure many of them keep going and keep trying it every year and when they do eventually cross that line i could imagine the yeah. feeling and the elation um just makes makes the race all that special for them and, and i think it makes comrades yeah so special in itself yeah. and i also love the fact that there are different medals you can get for different finishing times as well yeah um, yeah which is which is interesting, and I think there's ten there's ten roses for each of the men and and women runners as well. Mm, yeah, 
and 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 if you do so many races you can you can have your own number and yes. oh, there's, there's lots of stuff in it i i have to say it's probably my proudest medal is the comrades and okay. it's probably probably the smallest and most insignificant medal it is tiny they are tiny aren't they they're very they are small. tiny they are yeah. tiny and and but it means so much it, and it's it, it it's what the medal means mm. we, we we all run races and you get a finished medal it doesn't mean anything there, there is. We all run races, and you've earned that medal. Yeah, we, we all, we all, we all know the medals that we've we've earned, and we all know the medals that we've just been given. Yeah, and and comrades certainly is up there with an earned medal. So, well, you you definitely made it uh, well within that twelve hour mark. So you you weren't scraping, you weren't scraping and running sprint, sprinting for the finish line because you did a a nine fifteen fifty one, yeah. which is great. So. Um, do you remember which medal um, that earned you? Uh, was it? Was it? Is that bronze? I think the silver is the nine hours. I think I was aiming for nine hours, which is the silver one, and I got a bronze. Okay. Okay, that's good. There's um there's a friend of mine who lives in Portsmouth, um who is from uh, Namibia, um so he's uh, he kind of grew up in Southern Africa, yeah, and yeah. I actually ran with him this morning, and I've been running with him this week a bit, but he ran comrades i think a couple of years ago and i think he ran i think he ran a, uh, just over six hours i think something like I between. So, so, some of these do you, do you know the the uh the bournemouth runner steve way yes of course yep his five, story five hours five hours that's pretty amazing and, and that, that is got him truly a, amazing yeah that got him a, that got him one of the uh one of the gold krugerrands didn't all yeah he he is, he's, he is truly and he didn't win it <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's on his list to do. I think he I think he well, I'm not sure if he's going to go back now, but I think a couple of years ago he was certainly talking about going back and and trying because I think he got a third, didn't he, his last attempt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he 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 fell by the wayside at his, at his last attempt. Yes. Um. Um. So I think he's going to go back, uh, re- rebuild himself and and head out again. He does a lot of training on a on a. I think it's a 15 incline um, treadmill. Okay. So, but the hills are the hills are pretty monstrous. There's, are there's they? One hill. If you can if you can imagine Farlington Avenue. Yep. For 5k, going down. Going downhill. Going down. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be. You run down. You run down. You run down. You run down. You turn a corner. You just pray there's an uphill, but no. You turn a corner and you run down. You run down, and it just goes on and on and on, and your quads are getting mashed and mashed and mashed, and you, you're praying for an uphill. Wow. How many times? How many times have you prayed for an uphill in a race? No, never. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> do the do the do the down at the comrades, and you'll be praying for an uphill. It truly is. Uh, it, it it wrecks you. It really does. Yeah, I I, I know that. I mean, even, even something as short as Farlington Avenue in a long run will will give you enough uh, pain in the legs to to realise that downhills are, are very painful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but but that that's again we get back to it. Why do people do it? Mm. They do it because it's not easy. And and if it was easy, would people people don't do easy things? That's true. That's true. Yeah, makes makes it all makes it all more special. Um. Tony, park runs. Obviously, you do you do a lot of park runs as well. I think Lakeside is your is your local park run. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm regularly seen at Lakeside. Being a shift worker, I don't get to do all of them and don't get to do as many as I would like to do. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I try and get there most weeks, run, run with lots of guys. Of late, I've been running with the buggy, which cool. I have got to say it really is good fun running with the buggy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've met William, but he's a, he's a turn into a bit of a character. Okay. If I fives the marshals and thanks him and does all that sort of stuff that brilliant too. So so he's it's, it truly is a wondrous experience to run with him. Yeah. See that's what park runs all about teaching teaching uh, kids the joy of running and uh, you know saying yeah. thank you to people who who help out and <laughs> and who who are there standing in the rain or or the sunshine. Yeah. yeah that's well, good. actually, actually, Dan, I was I was meant to be the tail runner and I was going to run with William at Eastney. Oh yes, okay. On the one that was cancelled. Oh really? Oh no. Okay. That, that, that was that was that was going to be Williams for. He's only two, so it would never wouldn't count. It's just yeah. He, yeah. I, I was he was going to run, and I was going to trot along with the buggy. So when he got tired, he'd jump in. Mm. And and that was I was volu- I volunteered for the tail runner. Okay. Oh and well. It, and it never happened. So hopefully, it'll it'll be on soon, and we can all get back to doing it. Yeah, definitely for sure, and yeah, William's more than welcome to come along and uh, help out with some of that volunteering for sure, and oh, and, I'm, I'm and do the course. It's one it, of the things it, I love about junior parkrun. It's it's great, you know. The kids obviously they only get a time from when they're four years old, but we do get yeah. younger brothers and sisters and cousins and friends yeah. coming along who who just walk the course and they they absolutely love it and they can't wait to to you know get their first time. Yeah. It's something to aim for. Got to start them early and got to get them enthusiastic about it and 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 let them take it at their own pace. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Tony, um, listen, I've taken so much of your time already, and I know it's it's getting late and stuff, and I don't want to, I don't want to. Eileen will probably be coming on soon, saying why, why is Tony still on the call? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she wouldn't. I'm sure she wouldn't. But I don't want to take too much of your time. But um, for in, in terms of your of your of the future and stuff, you've alluded to the fact that perhaps maybe there's another another marathon attempt coming up, and have you got any other races or 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 targets or things in your mind apart from that hundredth run, which I'm sure is oh. going to happen soon. My my head is 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 buzzing all the time with with things to do and sometimes they come to nothing sometimes it goes down a, a dead end and and stuff but at the moment I th- I think get the hundred done yeah I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be this the the, the spring QE marathon I uh, get that done yep um and and I'll I'll see where that takes me. I'll I'll I st- I'll still do marathons. I'll mm-hmm. still do. Re- I'd like. I'd like. I think I would like to do some of the shorter races to get a bit of speed back in my legs. Yeah. Uh, I think marathons take the speed out of your legs and they give you lots of stamina, but your speed's gone. So so maybe do a year of of trying to get the speed back in, and then maybe I would I would like to attempt a sub three, but age isn't on my side now, Dan. Ah, uh, come on, Tony. You can, you you can do it. Don't th- don't think about it like that. It's a, uh, it's it seems a bit of a cliche to say, but it is just a number. But it's an important number. But uh, you know, in the same it, way, it's it, just a number. It's a number, but it's a number that'll be drawn as pension very shortly. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant, Tony. Thank thank you so so much. It's 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 been amazing. And um, the one the one thing that really shines through chatting to you always is 
you know just how much you kind of help everyone on and and you you help people find the love in the running but not only that is that you you always install good practice when running you know whenever i'm with you before portsmouth joggers you're always getting everyone to warm up and you're you're very explanatory and and kind of passing your own experiences and information across to other runners and i'm sure they've they've learned a lot from you and will continue to to do so so yeah i really appreciate your time and tony i always end these interviews with um some recovery run questions if that's all right so i'm just gonna fire these away they're they're very quick so um so here we go and hopefully none of them you get stuck on uh (laughs) what shoes are you currently running in asics asics any particular model um i think the asics gel 2 okay cool uh do you have a fate this is gonna be a hard one for you do you have a favorite route in or in or around portsmouth that you like to run uh, i think it has to be we, we have a a 15 mile four hill route that we do up and down the the four hills at the back of portsmouth mill lane widley lane pigeon house lane okay uh, i know them yeah yeah uh, that that's that's a really is a that really is a good training run cool good one Okay, brilliant. I'm gonna. I'm, I might have to go and do that one day. Uh, what What routine is your favourite to do after a race to to kind of help you relax and and get it off the mind? Um, probably, could be food. Could be anything. Go 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 to bed probably. <laughs> go to bed. You can sleep after a race. I, being being a shift worker, I, um, if if I'm out in the evening, it's generally because I'm up at five o'clock in the morning. Okay. So so it's it's a case of I get in. Hopefully I've had my tea before, but sometimes I have to grab something to eat. It's a shower and, and bed for me. Okay. Gotcha. So so having having a good sleep afterwards is, is relaxing. Cool. Uh, do you prefer running in the heat or the cold? Um, I, I, I'm quite happy running in either. I've been out for two runs today, which okay. says something about running in the heat. Equally, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm happiest when, when it's, the weather's at its worst for the pebble dash. Perfect. So, so, yeah. so I, I'm all rounder. All seasons, good. Um, do you have a favourite interval session for training? Um, a favourite one. I, I do like the hills. Okay. Um, we've I've, I've people that use Strava. Somebody's called the hill up Gilman, uh, Tony's Hill. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's you, you know the the Sunshine Pub that the road that goes up from the Sunshine Pub. Yes. Up to the top of the hill with the bend on it. I have to say that's probably my my favourite because it's such a tough run. Okay. Brilliant. Hills are often neglected, so so I like that answer. That's good. Um, favourite ever moment in a race for you? Favourite ever moment. Oh. That's that, that's a tough one. That's a tough question. Yeah, Sorry, that, that is a, that is a tough that is a tough one. There's there's been highs and lows in in, in lots of races. Um, if there's if, maybe if there's like a moment that you can think of that you always you always go to in your mind after a, in, during a, a good race or a bad race. I, I I tell you what really lifts my spirits in a in any race is is finding the mile ahead of what you thought you expected to be. Oh, I love that answer. That, that, that is that, such a good one. That is, is that, that lifts you so much. You, you're, you're expecting 18 and, and 19 comes up and you think, woohoo! And it lifts you so much and you, it just propels you on to the next one. <laughs> Brilliant. I love the answer. That's amazing. Um, and can you recommend uh, a good running book 
or film or, or something to listen to that uh, that some of the other runners out there might find interesting? Uh, quite a quite a while ago, I read Dean Carnes, and and that made me want to get up in the morning and run to Birmingham. Oh, really? <laughs> it, 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 it's it's he just he just writes such such matter of factly. He just got up and went for a run, uh, ordered a pizza, and ate it on the street corner. Yeah, it, it 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 sort of makes you want to get up and and run to Birmingham, like like you could just do that automatically. Yeah, I I, I know I know I've read the same book, and yeah, I know this I know the the, the tale that he starts with in that book. It's just yeah. it's incredible. It's yeah. amazing. But as a book to recommend, I would strongly recommend, I think it's Mike Stroud, Survival of the Fittest. Okay, that's not come up before. Okay. That, that I would strongly recommend that book. That, that is, is so thought-provoking and, um, yeah, find it, read it. It's 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 really good read. Cool. Brilliant. Thank you. That's great. Um, like I say, it's always good to hear to to have new uh, new things to read, new options for birthday lists and stuff. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. And and Tony, thanks again. Um, is there anything you want to add about the running community in Portsmouth? Um, because I, you know, I always say it on the show that you know we're, we're just so lucky to have runners like yourself and and loads of the other guests and loads more future guests out there and and you know runners doing great things around the city. So anything you want to add? I think we're very lucky to have a, a such a strong running community within Portsmouth and such a such a friendly running community as well. Uh, yes, I'm loyal to the joggers, but I'll speak to the, to Baffins, I'll speak to Victory, I'll speak to Haven't, I'll you know, Fairham, mm. and and we we all recognise each other as runners, and there's no animosity between any of the clubs. Always the competition, but that's that's a natural thing, and I think we are we are blessed. With, with the runners that we have in, in our community and long may it continue. Brilliant. Excellent. Couldn't have said it better myself. Tony, thank you again so much for coming on and uh, please thank Eileen as well for your time and I look forward to seeing you out soon on, on the roads and trails. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Dan, and thanks for the opportunity of having a chat with, uh, with, with yourself and the community. Pleasure. Take care, Tony. Chat to you soon. Bye-bye. All the best. Ta-da.